What's up, George? Hello. Am I in the right room right now? Yes, you are. Oh, yes, my God. you are. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait. Oh, is this, is this is it on? Yeah. Are we gonna? The microphones are on. Oh, oh. we're recording. We, is this how I do this? I forgot. It's oh, been I so long. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Do we come at it from the? Oh, that sounds bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh man. Hi. Hi. It's been a minute. It's as been, the cool kids say. As yeah, it's been a minute, which means what? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Eight. No, wait a minute. Well, we looked, and our last episode dropped October 19th. Okay. And today is Christmas Eve, Eve, December right. 23rd. Two months? So, yeah, two months. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Time flies when you're not recording a podcast. Time. <laughs> I can't, you know, I'd, I would love to go back week by week and try to understand what exactly happened that we could not record i mean i know Got there it. was like thanksgiving and then halloween halloween thanksgiving yeah life life yes life life, life. Yeah. busy you know yeah. illnesses yes stuff yeah. like that oh, yeah. variants variants <laughs> oh my gosh gravitron Gra- <laughs> decepticon you you know that that have we gone over this that I know the entire Greek alphabet? No. Yeah. So you go for it. You just said it, so now go. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, alpha, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, xi, omicron, pi, rho, sigma, tau, upsilon, phi, chi, psi, omega. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now. Yeah. So I don't know this omicron. Uh, Variant, yeah. So yes, that, so that's today. That is the the hot topic. But we should do. This is the last episode of the year. Yes. So so much has happened. I think that the last eight weeks have been very. I've learned a lot. We've we've been yeah you too right me too yeah <laughs> I've learned a lot about about myself I've made some adjustments in my life I know you have too and sometimes it's just good to let life do its thing and then whenever we meet up to record again which is today we meet up to record again because now there's like it's like a totally I feel like a new person. <sighs> Yes, I agree with you that sometimes you have to let life do its thing. It's like you can't overmash the potatoes because then they get gummy. Correct. If you try to meterle mucha mano, if you try to like always like have direct impact in the course of the way things are going, like trying to force things into places or into situations or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um where it's just not going there. If you're resisting if you're resisting, you know, resisting what is inevitably like the message that's being delivered to you by life. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, 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 I'm going to keep training weightlifting, <laughs> <laughs> even though I my body is screaming <laughs> in pain and I cannot sleep because of how sore I am. But no, 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 we're going to go back to the room and pick up and put it in the front rack and, and do, yeah no <laughs> do it anyway do it anyways do it anyways <laughs> and then like google videos and try to rearrange my entire life so that i could do a weightlifting meet in 2022 when would that be um i had so the mia classic yes 
which is the big weightlifting meet that our gym does, which happened, was, great. was yeah. amazing. They had a big show. It was a big, we had, a, we had a big turnout. It was very exciting. It was a big, the first weightlifting meet it had been in a year. <sighs> and sure enough, I went and I cheered on my friend Greg, who had, that was his like second weightlifting meet. And it was a big, like a big time, like a big one for a big, it was the first time he had had like, a big stage like that. Mm. So I wanted to go out and support. I want to go support the gym. And I got inspired. Samantha, I got a wild hair. And I was like, I fucking miss this. I love this so much. Why did I ever stop? Blah, 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 blah. Let me go and play around with it. Play around. Buddy. There's no playing and weightlifting. No. No. You just dove right in. <laughs> I tried to, like, I, I told myself that I wasn't going to go all the way in. But inevitably, we are who we are. <laughs> And we literally just run to the deep end and jump in. Right. I don't wade into the water. Yeah. Like, people are like, is the water cold? I'm like, I don't know. Is the water hot? I don't know. I'm just uh-huh. diving. And I'm, I'm diving and diving head in. Yeah, exactly. And then and we'll deal with it when we get there. Yeah. We'll adjust as we yeah, go. It'll, yes. Yes. Our body we'll acclimate. will adjust. We will acclimate for sure. No. We no? Are, we are not act. We are being forced to take a much slower path uh, to zero like I'm so far behind, like my body is so stiff, my muscles are so stiff, my mobility is so bad mm. that in order for me to get to a point where I could start like training, I feel like I'm. It's gonna take a lot longer, and I have to be a lot more patient mm. and a lot more and a lot more willing to um, travel this path. Okay. So okay, I get that. So something like that. And the thing is that the way that our gym works is like, it's not like, um, well, you know, like you yeah. can't just, well, we can do our own thing there and no one's really pressuring you to do any one thing or another. Um, but I'm trying to hack two systems at once to create something that doesn't exist. How so? What do you mean? So like I cannot train, my body's not good enough to train or strong enough or, or, or maybe I'm just not willing enough to train the sports-specific training for weightlifting, okay. which is what they offer at our gym. Right. You know, I need to do a lot of other things. I want to do a lot of other things. Okay. But, and then, so the natural answer to that is CrossFit, right? Because... <laughs> I was about to say, Because CrossFit like, is literally a little bit of everything. Yeah, exactly. I was Except about to say not, that. it's una cachetada. It's literally, a sl- it's, like, <laughs> it's like getting jabbed in the face over and over again in a punching ring. Right. Yes. For 20 minutes. <laughs> I still love it. I get that. I still love it. I get that. Um, So we're just, we're like, we're just taking it, we're taking it slow. We're Mm -hmm. taking it easy. We're not worried about it. I will say that the vanity side of things makes it difficult for me because I feel like I get a better like workout when I do powerlifting. Hmm. Like I feel stronger, you I feel, feel more stronger. cut, I yeah. feel bigger, I feel like I get more return, especially the way I look immediately, mm. right? I feel it, I can see it. Then with weightlifting, which is very technical. Um, but your body is still re- like wrecked, wrecked, wrecked mm. after. So there's definitely something to it. And between that and getting accepted into graduate school... Woo! Class of 2025, Dang, Masters of amazing. Science in Counseling from Nova Southeastern University. Perfect. We are we start classes on January 3rd. Nice. And uh, they are paid for. Thank they you. Are paid for. And now it's just so what? What? It's two classes you're in. Two classes. Okay. 
Is it uh, community mental health? One of them is like uh, something like principles of psychology okay. or something like general principles or general understand. Like it's like psych 1101 and psych 1102. Okay. Okay, cool. But so one of them is like research method, I think, also. Okay. It's, yeah. And, they're, and the great thing about this is that they have taken all the thinking out of the coursework because navigating how to register for that coursework is like looking for the fucking chalice. <laughs> it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like I had to traverse like a very treacherous path on the internet, 500 different websites, lots of clicks. I got a little carried away. I don't know how I ended up in some of the places I ended up with. I think I was in the dark web. I'm not really sure. But I got my classes registered and I was able to get financially to pay for it. Yes. So we are good to go. Awesome. We're good to go. Are you um, excited? I am. Dude, I know this is going to sound like wah, wah, but the f- I, no. Not excited? No. It's like, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Mm. I don't know how I feel about anything anymore. I have an idea of this life that I want to have. I have this goal in mind of the kind of life that I want to have, which is why I'm very excited to turn 50. You're excited? I'm sorry. Oh my God! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. By the way, I'm 42. Yeah, I'm 42 yeah, years old. You're, you're, you're talking to a guy who's 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 struggling with aging. So I oh. just, you just knocked me. You just knocked me out cold with that one, dude. I'm so psyched for 50. Why? Because here's the thing. Remember how I just talked about like the weightlifting process and how long it's going to take me to do the things that I want to do? Sure. And it's very exciting to do that thing. Weightlifting meets are great, but the process of that is rough. The idea of sitting on a couch with somebody or in an office or having a private practice or doing the things that I want to do, that excites me. That excites you. Okay. You know, having the, having the credentials and the coursework and the learning and the understanding to do the work that I want to do so I can transition my life and take it to the places that I want to be at already and that where I see it, that is exciting to me. The okay, pasito, pasito, that. the steps along the way. Like, am I excited about taking online classes and sitting in front of a computer for 90 minutes or however long it's going to take me to do the lectures? Or like, since I don't know what it looks like, I don't know. Mm. But I'm excited about the, li- the life that I'm building for myself. So... Does that make sense? Yeah, it, but one could interpret what you're saying as you're you're fo- you're more focused on the destination rather than the journey right now. You're kind of like unsure about the journey, like the steps, the classes. The eventually you're gonna have to do your practicum, like you know, like uh, you know. So I don't know. I have a. T- I know that I can get overwhelmed when I see a colossal amount of work ahead of me. Mm. And graduate school is nothing that's best described as a colossal amount of work. Okay. Right. right? Like right. it's just, right. you literally are like learning something completely new and I'm learning something completely new. Um, I'm going to come to learn how to do this work that I want to do. Yeah. Um, and I like things to be quick. You that's want just, it now. Yeah. That's my, that's my thing. Like my character defects is I like things quickly and I like it. I want it immediate. And so that we could just, you know, put it behind us and keep it pushing. Right. Um, 
But if anything has taught me, if life has taught me anything, is that some of the things that are most worth it take the most amount of time. Yeah, I mean, you've done the math. I mean, <laughs> in your, you know, as far as like, so you're 42. Uh huh. You finish the program at 45. Uh huh. Two years to get your hours. Uh huh. That's 47. Uh huh. Right, and by then. You know, you have experience by then, right? That that you're you're working during those two years uh-huh. in the field, in whichever capacity, whatever the, that field is going to look like, because our field is changing very fast every day. So, who knows what it's going to look like in three years? Okay, but you know, you will get your hours, and by honestly, the next day after you get licensed, it's you start like putting yourself up there with private practices and you're in that chair and the, the, so you don't have to wait till 50. I have, like I've always, <laughs> we've always talked about how like the side hustle, right? Like, so yeah. what I'm basically doing is I'm investing in my side hustle with the goal of turning my side hustle into my main hustle. Okay. Right. And then having my main hustle like spawn off new side hustles. Okay. That's the I like idea. That. Right. I like that. <clears throat> Cause I kind of painted myself into the corner with a job that I have now. And as, as much as, as fulfilling as that work is and how, as much as I enjoy what I do for the people that provide the services that they provide and being part of that unit and seeing it grow and expand. Um, again, I'm in a corner All right. because the tasks that, that I do every day, like the things that I have to do, I don't know. They're not like, it's not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at it. I like the creative process. I like the building part of it. But there's other things that are just like, eh. Okay. Eh. You know, I've, I've, uh, I, I kind of share that with you though. Like I've, I have found it more difficult to find things exciting, like that novelty, <laughs> joyful, childlike, you know, excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's fascinating because you reach a point where you're like, oh, I think I've experienced enough of that, or. You know, I I don't know what it is, but it's it's interesting. I'll tell you know what I think it is. I think it's that we and I speak this when I say we, you and I talk about you and I. Mm. Um, we're not afraid to like get out, like to get in the ring. You know, like that that That's quote right. that we talked about the, the last time. The arena. Yeah. You and I love the arena. Yes, we love the so fight. Much. We love getting in there. We love being out there. We love that part. Um. And so, I don't know, like, I guess it just, maybe the shine of that goes away after a while, like, or you just get so, like, beat up because you're in it for so long, and you just keep walking yourself back in, in different ways, that you understand that excitement, anticipation is just part of the process. You know that inevitably there's also going to be, like... Like, right, we're immune to the feeling. Yeah, like it's there, but we're like, okay, all right, relax. It's okay. We've been through this before. Correct. Let's just see what happens. The, the, Let's the, just... na- the childlike naivety, like you know, the other side of that coin. Well, you've been on the other side of that coin on other experiences, so it definitely like shapes the way you see things. Right. You know, I was talking to a, um, a coworker recently who I hadn't seen because of like the crazy ass years that we've had. So she finally comes down, and we have a meeting um, with our boss. And we're catching up and we're talking about these new relationships that we're in because she went through like a very, very difficult d- divorce. Um, and I'm we filed and it's in the court. It's in the courts. And so I'm sure that like inevitably and I will be divorced very soon. Mm. Um, but we're talking about the new people that we're with and how happy we are with those people. But it's not the same. The feeling of like there was a feeling that I had before all this happened mm. Where I remembered like having like 
this like I don't know like I call it naive like that you see, like that you know that everything you just like everything's gonna be fine everything's gonna be perfect I love them they're amazing my soulmate all the hashtags the mm. the the desire to be to be super expressive about everything and to show it and to blast it into I don't ha- that doesn't ex- it's gone mm. it's like I don't have that mm. in the way that I w- used to have that right man that's a uh, I mean, it, it, isn't that discouraging? Um, there was a part of me that when I, f- when I was able to identify that feeling, um, that I was like, well, that's a fucking bummer. I used to get really excited about things. I was, right. I was Carlos, I was a kid that could not go to sleep the night before Christmas, my birthday, or the first day of school. Amen. Same here. I was so I was, excited. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I was, was impossible. I was my new, I get to wear new clothes. I have like, I see all my new friends. I get all these new school supplies. Everything, the newness of yeah. things used to get me so excited. Like, this is going to be, I don't know, th- th- that part. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. That's not there anymore. In a way that I can, I, I can clearly feel the difference. Do you think that that feeling that we're looking for, that we're chasing, if we're chasing it at all, is found in the end result? Like, we get to enjoy it once we have, you know, once we get to where we want to get to? I think it's understanding that it's once you get the part that the whole thing about that we've done about staying present. Yeah. It makes it really hard to, like, get excited about. You can't. You can get excited about the idea of things, but it doesn't hold as much weight or water as it once did. Because mm. um, inevitably, like, when I look back, the things that I would get very, very excited about, you know, they, they came and they went. And the memories, like, some of the memories that I hold on to, I hold on to because they're very, very lovely and wonderful. But they also are attached to, like, some really rough-ass things. So instead of like carrying that kind of feeling about things, I'd rather just experience it and find like the excitement in those moments. So like, do I find weightlifting exciting the way I did before? No. But was it exciting to snatch 94 kilos last Friday? Yes. 94 kilos? Yeah. Oh my God. And then the day after, I couldn't do 80 off the blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's this... um, yeah, there's when I when I when I announced that I when I told people that I got into grad school, I got a lot of congratulations. Like congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. That's exciting. Are you excited? Are you excited? And I could not meet that feeling. Right. But I will say is I am excited to turn fifty because I feel like by that point I'll have done all this work, and I'm setting myself up for like. A life that I that I truly want for right. myself, you know, having come out of a life that I really loved, yeah, um, and had to readjust. Now it's like you have to like. I don't know, here's another fucking metaphor, like planting a fucking like a crop. Yeah, yeah, no, like of you course. know, I finally found the place where I want to like plant my farm, like. Am I excited about all the bountiful harvest? Yes, I am very much excited about the bountiful harvest, but <laughs> it has not happened yet. Right. Well, I'm, and, and I know we've talked about this before, and I'll say it again. You know, thankfully, you're going into a line of work where you become more valuable 
love that you know with age so love that so that is like yeah i've the way i've been handling my guess aging issues is realizing like how healthy fit and cool people can be in their 50s and even in their 60s it's just and it's all about time. it's all about what you decide to do with your body with yourself and how committed you are how dedicated you are you know and um because i was reaching this weird point where where the end is 50 so i'm like the i was in the opposite how of funny. like yeah i was like that's it like what else is there you know what i mean and and i know that's you know barring any illnesses or tragic accidents Correct. you know i have the opportunity we people in general have the opportunity to really prepare their bodies for that time and you know and then you start like researching people who are in good shape and in their 50s and like you're like wow like this is look how cool that person is like that's mm -hmm. amazing like i don't have to you know, and, and, and I had to adjust this, my, my own projection, which was associating age with being uncool or being like irrelevant, you know, like, so the language was really harsh where I had to switch that around. And that's how like I got out of that. And this was like in the last, well, eight weeks, um, you know, where I'm like, okay, I need to get out of this mindset because it is a mindset because there's so many people in their 50s, 60s and 70s who are just rocking it, man. They're, they look great. They have great energy. They're working out. They dress great. They have good careers. You know what I mean? Like every, like it's a really cool age to be in. Uh -huh. And, and I have to, and, and I had to acknowledge things too. I had to say, well, listen, you know, like, you know, me self-talk, talking to myself, Carlos, you need to realize that you very frequently surround yourself with people who are also younger than you. Mm -hmm. So your that feeling is accurate in that, if you look at it from that lens, but in a worldly view, it's not true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, there's still a long way to go. So, so I kind of expanded my mind there. So I kind of like, I'm happy to hear you say that you're looking forward to 50. And I totally understand what you mean. Because that's going to be like when you hit 50, everything is going to be in its right place with, uh, with, you know, career and with doing what you love to do and still probably exercising, working out, lifting weights, whatever it may be. For sure. You know, yeah. And then, um, you know, relationships, who knows where that's going to be at that time. Um, and I think that that's I think that's cool. So I have shifted my mindset. And I'm looking forward to 50. And I've. I, what's changed, so the last episode was released on October 19th. Correct. Which was, means it was recorded October 11th. Yes, because okay. the file says October 11th. <clears throat> so on October 9th, I was challenged by somebody because I had given up running. I, wanted, I had signed up for the Miami Marathon, the half marathon. Mm -hmm. And I started running. I had the wrong shoes. And my, I started getting all these aches and pains, <coughs> and then I got the right shoes, and I started. I gave it another shot, and it happened right after that recording. So since then, like now, I'm like my training's almost complete for the half marathon. So I'm I'm ahead like six weeks of the programming because I'm already running 11 miles. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a runner, and I have a beard. So on my face. 
That is. I love the beard. Why did it take you so long to grow out the beard? I mean, you've always been capable of doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I would always shave it once it got itchy. So I never let it grow. Oh, it's the first time I got past the pain point. I worked past it. So now it's like fully grown. It's so good. I'm very jealous. Yeah. I'm very jealous. It looks good. Yes, very much so. All right. Yeah, man. So I have a beard. I'm a runner. Still doing CrossFit. Actually, I did a a wad, two wads this week. I kicked ass in them. Mm -hmm. So it was great. Um, and, and then the aging thing, you know, which was that, that one caught me by, by surprise, you know, but now I think I'm okay. I mean, that's all we can do, right? Think we're okay. (laughs) That is all we can do. (laughs) It's choose to believe that we're going to be okay. Right. Yeah. That part. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was strange. And also, you know, the thing is, is that unfortunately on my end, I've had some, you know, some deaths around me and, you know, some of my good friends' parents who have passed away. Mm-hmm. And and it, and I guess that was another kind of, like, moment of, oh, this is where I am in life. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it's the same thing over and over again. Okay, I remember when my parents were in this phase of life. How did I look at my parents at that point? Oh, that's where I'm at. Oh, shit, I'm old. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. like a you've had um there's a lot of life that's under our belt and there's still a lot of life to go. We're in that middle that middle block. Right. Where it's like I mean like for you get to a point where things are or like life has unfolded mm-hmm. um and you know you've got plenty more to go, right? Cuz I mean I we assume. We assume, right? Um, and so if you're good in a good spot, then you're like, okay, yeah, this is what we do. We just keep the ship steady. But if you're not, the chaos that ensues, it's like, you just feel that, you feel that tick louder than ever. Like you got to change it. You got to change it. You got to change it. Like this, you don't, you're, you're not happy. You're not happy. You're not happy. Right. Um, yeah, I guess it just becomes that sound becomes deafening yes. for people around this time. Yes. And I think particularly for men. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think that's why the midlife crisis is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I don't understand. You're the therapist here, so maybe you could speak more to this than I can. But it seems like, listen, it's always been a thing. Men in their 40s and their midlife crises. Right. We're men in our 40s. I was married to a man in his 40s. What it is the thing of, well, I, at the risk of really simplifying this. Love this. All right. Um, I just, it's just a man's way of searching whether he still got it. Ooh. You know, that's, that's the, I think that's the search, the chase of that feeling of, do I still got it kind of thing. And, you know, it's. I don't understand where the red sports car comes into play. You know, the stereotypical kind of like, you know, middle-aged, midlife crisis guys get a sports car. Uh-huh. I, I, I guess there's an association or there at one point was an association where obviously if you have a nice car, it shows you you're successful and okay. probably more likely to get the, you know, the girl or guy or, you know, whatever it is that you want and whatever you need validation for, you know. Uh, but I think it's more of the, you know, do I still got it kind of thing. Listen, know? I understand the trope of being fed this narrative by culture and society. Mm-hmm. And let's just talk about being American, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
grow up, go to college, get a job, get married, get a house, have kids, happily ever after. Right. And happily ever after hands it pretty much hits around what, 40, 42? Yep. Yep. And then you realize I'm not happily ever after because <laughs> this life is miserable because it's been super because my job sucks or like I don't I don't know and I've I followed all the rules I was doing I did everything yeah. I was supposed to I do I didn't follow my rules I followed everyone else's rules correct right yeah um, and this is where I ended up and this is where I ended up and now I have to throw a wrench into everything yep to undo all that and and you know I'll, I'll be honest with you I don't know how some guys do it because you know it's I I have an advantage, you know, and that's through music. So like I, you know, I I, I play sure. music. I play music. I, you know, I mean, Lauren has seen it with her own eyes. You know, I get hit on. I get you know asked certain questions. I get you know told certain mm -hmm. things. So I guess like subconsciously, I'm not. I I get that. If we want to call it validation, I don't mm -hmm. know if I interpret it as validation because it's something that. I, this sounds very arrogant, but it happens a lot only because I play music a lot, not because I think I'm anything special. But um, it, well, I mean, you're a good looking Carlos. Well, thank you. I, I received that. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So I guess I don't there. There wasn't that void for me personally. And I, and I am out a lot and I'm surrounded. Like I said earlier, I surround myself with, you know, people who are younger or my age. So I haven't nothing's happened there. I think the midlife crisis for me was the more of a mortality aging and mortality issue more than a oh do i still got it kind of thing or oh what my last you know my last push to feel young again like no i, I think that me i had to i had to really get close with this issue that i was having of like okay like that is this it is this all there is now like you know, am I just going to die soon? Like, you know, <laughs> like that's, and I had to revisit that. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think having teenage kids ages a person. Though. Children are definitely yeah. has a way of like sucking the life out of yeah. you. Yeah. But yes. emotional, it's like, it's like emotional aging. It's not physical aging. Well, like, no, it's also like a constant reminder that you yourself are getting old too, as you see your yeah. children growing up and yeah. growing bigger and their voices dropping and their, and like their own physical changes and their own development and their own maturity. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then they, it's, you're at that point where you're not interested in using the words that they use and the terminologies that they use, you know? So it's a lot of, what does that mean? Wait, what do you mean by that? Wait, what's, what's that word you said? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And when you, when, when, uh, when I see adults, anybody over 30 use the trendy words, I cringe so hard. I, <laughs> I cringe to so me, hard. The expiration date on any kind of like, like, Hip talk, hip speak, cool language yeah. is if the Real Housewives are now saying it on their television shows. Right. If women in their fifties, like these really really rich women in their fifties, are using like like sus, it's right. over. It's 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 a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I, I find you know those are moments where I'm like, man, estoy viejo. You know, when I'm like, what does that mean? What is that word? And what do you use it for? Oh, I'm gonna use that. No, you can't use that word. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> Cut to you at a bar, like listening to your friend talk to you the exact same way that your kids talk to you, and then you're like, "Wait, what?" Oh, uh oh, abort, <laughs> abort. 
tell me you hang out with people that are too young for you without telling me you're hanging out with people that are too young for you. <laughs> telling you have a midlife crisis. Right. Like that. like when I was called uh, I was called a zaddy. Yes, that's a thing. Yeah, I was called and and I didn't know what it meant. And of course, I was with my oldest son when I was called this. And the situation was is that my son and I had played music together. And it was at the closing of the MIA Classic, which was at Lincoln's Beard Brewery. And on Sunday, at the end of the event, they asked me to play. And my son played alongside. And, you know, we had a great time. And after, I'm, we're walking around and my son's with me. And there's these three ladies, probably in their mid-20s. And, and one of them was like, oh, my God, I loved all the songs you played. I love all those songs. And then this other girl was like, yeah, and your voice is so good. And <coughs> da, da, da. And then they, she looks at Michael and you played so well. And then the third girl looks at me and goes, yeah, zaddy status. And I was, and I didn't, I've never heard this word before in that moment. So I just kind of smiled and said, well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Awesome. You know, have a good night. And Michael is like, I don't think you know what that means. I go, no, I don't know what that means. He goes, you should look it up. And I was like, okay. So I looked it up and I was like, oh shit. He's just like, ugh. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think any teenage boy wants to hear a girl call their father a zaddy correct he was just like it's like damn i have to compete with my own father out here (laughs) sorry kid time's up old man figure it out (laughs) sorry kid you better step it up buddy you better step it up i cast a long shadow (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i'm growing a beard so forget about it forget about it Yeah, he, he that was a that was a funny moment. So so yeah, so the the just to kind of conclude with that I see the future as bright now. Whereas before I was like picturing me dying. Listen, like, now I'm like you and I have ooh, we have a lot to go. We have not recorded in a while, but we have seen each other consistently yeah. and you were there was a, you were under like a little gloom. You had a gloomy moment. Yeah. Um and and it was just like I, I whenever I see like my friends kind of going through something, I you know we reach out, we let you know, we talk, we yeah. always talk. Yes, um, we always get to vent and relate with each other and share, which is some one of the things that I'm most grateful for. Same in here. our friendship. Same here. Um, and maybe it's that naive thing that I keep talking about me, but like I just always. Feel like and trust and believe that you're gonna get out. You're gonna get on the other side of it. Like you will figure it out. We oh, yeah. will figure it out. Right. Because what's the alternative? Yeah, that part. What is the alternative? The, the, exactly. You know, the the notion of being stuck in something like willingly sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. Like having to like choose to move through something when it feels really fucking heavy. That shit. Like, it always feels better than just being stuck. That's right. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you got out of that. Yeah, I'm glad thank you, you see yourself as like v- vibrant. Yes, as the way that the rest of the world sees you. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it feels good. It feels good to to be back. So, on that note, this is the time of year where you hear people say, "Fuck 2021," or people saying, "Hey." All good things, and let's welcome the new year. So I've I've been surrounded by both people, both types of people uh-huh. lately a lot, and some people are just like, 
apparently had a bad 2021. Sure. So what do you say? What what side of the fence are you on? How would you rate this year? Uh oh. 2021 was transformative. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So that. It was not easy because I was forced to make decisions for myself that I did not anticipate having to make. And I literally, and I was not willingly doing it. You know what I mean? Like I had to, some people like react to things like when your partner decides that they don't want to be with you anymore, you can either like resist that, which sucks. Awful. Terrible. Or you can get the fuck on board and keep fucking paddling through all that shit. So we did that part. Yeah. Um, so like finding a new place to live, adjusting to living apart from these fucking four dogs that I love with my entire heart, learning to under- learning to feel the feelings of like that separation. Um, it's really interesting. Like I don't know, and I, and I thought a lot about you in this process because whenever David goes out of town um, for whatever the things he goes out of town for, I stay over the house and mm. dog sit. Mm. Um, and so I love that time to get to like be with my dogs the way that I was with them for as long as I was like waking up with them, sleeping with them, taking care of them, the routine of them. It's like, they're like my kids. Yeah, of course. And then on Sunday, I like, or Monday morning, I packed my stuff in the car and I leave and I don't see them again until the next time I get to sleep over, which is whenever David decides to go out of town. And there's like a heartbreak every single time. I get that. Yep. So it's like, this is what it must be like to have like shared time parent, co-parenting or whatever. Like you go from sleeping with your kids every single night and seeing your kids every single night to not. And that is, has to be excruciating for a parent to go through. Yes, it I is. Mean, I'm a dog dad, right? And so, and I know that it's like, but it's very much like, I always feel a pinch of like, of, of heartache when that happens. It, it, it. Every single time. And it sucks. But then you get over it and you keep moving and you, you keep, keep moving. And you, like, you don't stay there. You don't stay stuck in that part. Right. Um, so that's what 2021 was for me, was learning how to move past those pangs of hurt and keep it moving. Yeah. Because on the other side of the coin was lots of laughter, lots of dancing, lots of music, lots of fun. Um, so many new people. So many new, fr- you know, t- t- Robbie, first of all, Robbie Elias, my boyfriend. Ooh, I love Robbie so yeah, much. I love Robbie too so much, you know, yeah. and understanding that part of it, you know, yeah. the other side of that um, and having this idea and this feeling of this life that you wanted and then like, you know, etch a sketching it and like basically like rubbing it. You know how you like the etch a sketch, you yeah. build everything and then. Someone knocks into it, and all of a sudden, all your lines are crooked, and everything is faded out. It's like, fuck it, I gotta start all over again. Well, fuck it, you gotta start all over again. But you don't know what what you can design next might be so much better. No, I have no zero fucking clue. Zero clue. I had my life was painted. It was a masterpiece. Van Gogh, fucking Da Vinci, fucking Sistine Chapel. And then, I'm not happy. Right. And it's like a meteor hits your fucking Sistine Chapel, and it's destroyed. What do you do? You sit, you cry, you get up, and then you rebuild. That's it. Or you don't. Because what's the alternative, right? What is the alternative? The alternative is is you fucking die. You give up. Yeah. 
And I'm just not built that way, unfortunately. Good. I'm glad you're not built that way. <laughs> you just move forward. That's it. That's all you do. That's like the daring yeah. greatly thing, right? That's like in the arena. You get beat, yeah. you get battered, you get hit, you get punched, and you dust yourself off. And you go back in because what are you going to do? Sit in the stands and criticize people or just like sit at home and not do anything and not do anything yeah, and depressing. hold on to the regret and the hurt. No, man. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. No, we ain't having that. No, mm -hmm. I can't. No way. I think you've done it really well, man. I know the sad parts. I'm, you know, I, I, as you know, and our listeners know that, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely familiar with that. The, with the dogs, first of all, I, you know that I have three dogs. And honestly, like, the love that you have for dogs is, I mean, yes. Yeah. I, mean, I totally get it. So the pain point is the same. And I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are listening to this saying, no, it's not. But it is the same to me. To me, it is, you know, um, it, when, when I... When I travel, I don't travel that much, but when I do or when we travel and, and I don't see the dogs for like five days, I go crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't wait to see the dogs. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, and my kids, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, you know, and I've said this before in a previous episode or multiple times, you know, but that the realization that you're witnessing 50% of their life as far as like, so I'm, if I'm talking about my kids, I'm only witnessing 50% of their life. Uh, or whatever percentage of time you've agreed to. Uh, and that, that number was hard. That was a very hard statistic or whatever to, to kind of accept and embrace. But, you know, you go processing and you realize that, okay, I could be around 100% of the time, but they would still be getting 50% of my attention when you're around 100% of the time. So what could you do? Because, you know, like, for example, in the case of kids... There's a bunch of dads who just work all the time and only sure, see their kids yes. on weekends for a few hours because they're workaholics and they work super, you know, long hours and they never see their kids during the week. So, okay, I get to time-wise have only 50% of my kids, but I've arranged my life to the, in that 50%, I'm all in 100 and I'm spending multiple hours with them. And obviously, you know, and everybody, well, I don't know any new listeners, but we all know that my kids go to the gym with me and we share that. And I share soccer with Matthew and I share weightlifting with Michael. And, and we spend a lot of time together. But yes, every time you walk away, it's time to, you know, they, they stay wherever they stay. And you're by yourself. There's always going to be that little sting. Mm -hmm. Always going to be that little sting. But it is part of the transformation process because then it's like, okay, you move forward. What can I do with my time now? What other new things do I have going on in my life right now that I can focus on instead of focusing on being sad or feeling this pain right now? So I'm happy for you. Thanks. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I am, I'm basically a repeat of last year's recap. You know, 2020 was a great year for me. And... People, I feel bad saying that. And 2021 was a good year for me. So I'm I'm happy. You know, I had my little, which we already discussed. I had my little thing a couple months ago. But aside from that, I'm happy to be around. I'm happy to be healthy. Um, and I'm just, it was just good. I don't think there was anything like catastrophic or anything that was... You know, I mean, the music thing took off a lot this year. Sure. Playing a lot of music. Uh, so hitting the recording studio next week.
to record some of my own stuff. Yay. So I'm excited. I'm very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm excited for 2022. <clears throat> hoping to, you know, have something out soon. And I know I've been saying that for a while, but the studio time is booked. The songs are written and composed. So it's looking more real than ever now. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm excited, man. 2021, I'd give it a four stars, not five. I'll give it four. Thumbs up. I'd recommend. No, three, three and a half. Three and a half for you. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because along with that tremendous transformation comes a lot of it's a, peaks and valleys. I mean, it was a slog, dude. Yeah. A fucking was. slog. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm really happy to see you where you're at, though. Well, you sat, like, literally, you had the front seat. Like, you were, like, riding shotgun with me through that entire process, especially like, during 2020 and the beginning part of this year. Right. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you got it, man. I that. love you very much. I you know you that. Too, Carlos. Yeah, this is man. one of my favorite things that I get to do. Oh, this is, yeah, so absolutely. I, let's keep doing this in 2022. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We got to get back into a routine. I agree. You know, and we will, yeah, we'll continue. We're going to work on, you know, I, I have some topics in mind that we haven't touched up on. And that's another great thing about taking these breaks sometimes because it's like, oh, wait a minute. I have a platform. Oh, wait a minute. I have a podcast where we can talk about this. So mm -hmm. there's like these topics that are coming to mind that i want to address so we, we should have like a little meeting on that and see what we can bring to our listeners in 2022 i'm all in on that fuck yeah absolutely bah, 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 bah. all right where can they find us you can find us on the internet, anywhere you consume your media and your podcasts. We are online at moacamedia.com. We are on Instagram, uh, Moaca Podcast. Um, I am on Instagram at George I. Sanchez. And yourself? I am at cardos.escanilla or, and or at cardos305music. And I'm so glad we got to do this. May all the acquaintance be forgot. All Lang Syne and all that shit. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.